Hello and welcome to Australian Gothic, a podcast about Cursed Australiana. I'm Lucas and joining me today is my co-host Josie. Hi. Hi. Sorry, again, I could have thought of like some big crazy intro sequence where I use like every bit of weird Australian slang that every American knows, but I, I just can't bring myself to do it. Sorry, it would just be a bit horrible. So sorry about that, everyone. Oh, well, actually, I just got back from the bottle with my shrimp that I'm going to put on the barbie. I chucked a Yui to pull in my garage. Do we call them garages? Yeah, I don't think that we have any yeah. slang for that. My garage-o. My, my garage-o. <laughs> you got to say O at the end. Yeah, yeah. So, folks, this episode is a primer on Australian slang. Uh, this one is simply a primer, mostly for international people, because we're frankly lousy with slang episode possibilities that I'm sure we'll dig into deeper in future episodes, especially because I love talking about regional variations and etymology of different words. Friend of the show, Sarah, from It Came From The Sea podcast, will be moving to Australia towards the end of the year from Hawaii. So I kept them in mind while um, kind of writing my notes for this episode and um, how I wanted to format it. So basically today, Lucas and I, we have a short list of five items of Australian slang. We'll kind of take turns working through those lists. We might do more, we might do less. Then we'll explore the yeah-na-na-yeah nah, dichotomy and clarify their usage. And finally, we will discuss what I have named as of this morning the cunt-slash-dog-cunt matrix. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt idea. Yes. <laughs> Lucas, do you have anything you want to talk about before we get stuck into our little short list of, I guess, Australian slang must-knows or whatever? Yep, yep. Again, I feel the temptation to, like, wedge in as much Australian slang as possible, but sorry, I just don't use, like, I don't know, aside from probably the stuff I'm going to list, I just don't use that much of, like, the really sort of well-known stuff. The one thing that I really learned while researching this, because this was a really fun episode to research, there is, like, an official, like, Latin-y-sounding name for giving your mate, like, an abbreviated name, like a short name, and adding, like, an, an R or an E sound at the end, and that's, that's, I'm sure I'm saying this incorrectly, hypochorism okay so could you give me a, an example of that yeah okay so you know how your name is josie well mm -hmm. like in australian slang it would be josie yes yeah because it's already got an yeah. e at the end yes yes no uh, it's, it's more so the thing i noticed most uh, growing up is that if you had a friend named mcdonald or mcnamara or like you know their name was like scottishy and started with like mac uh, you would call them macca I know about 50 people called Macca. Um, I've mm -hmm. honestly found that name has fallen out of favor because everyone is just like, I know like 70 fucking Maccas. Like, which one? <laughs> I've literally never met a Macca in my life, but I trust you. Um, <laughs> is it kind of like, um, sort of like Steve-O? Like calling people like Steve-O or Dazza or something like that? Yeah, oh, sorry. Macca, Bazza, Gazza, you know, those sort of names. Right, right, right. Yeah, fair enough. Well... That actually does tie into the first part of my shortlist of Australian slang. So, number one from me is the phenomenon in Australia where we will refer to someone by their profession. So, a part of this sort of phenomenon where we add IE or O, um, which apparently is called a diminutive at the back of back half of a word, we extend that to people's 
sort of like job descriptors or like professions. While this is like a feature of Australian slang at large, I just wanted to like look at the job aspect um, because I thought it was worth bringing up in particular because um, for outsiders, calling people these things isn't necessarily rude, but it is casual, it is quick, and bonus for those uh, woke PC types, it's gender neutral in nature. So, Lucas, I'm going to quickly run through some examples, and I would like you to translate them into their original form for me, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Posty. Post person. Uh, sorry, the mail delivery person. Yeah, you, you could say postman if you want. It's all right. I don't think they'll cancel <laughs> us for this. Fiery. Uh, f- fireman. Uh, fire and rescue services. Wharfy. Uh, a dock worker? Yep. You stumped me there. Cool. Polly. Politician. Policeman? Yeah, no, you were right the first time. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Politician. You're right. Um, yeah, no, uh, policeman's just a cop or a pig. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we can say cunt on the podcast, yeah. Yeah, cunt, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's perfectly legal. Chippy? Uh, sorry, a carpenter. Yep. Sparky? Uh, electrician. Forky? Uh, forklift operator. Tradie? Uh, a tradesman, sort of like a general... You could also call those previous people under that, but I guess because they're more specialised. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah, when, when you can be bothered learning um, <laughs> someone's actual profession, just call them a tradie. Trucky? Uh, truck driver. And then last two, Garbo. Garbage man. Ambo. Uh, uh, paramedic. Yeah, yeah, well done. You got all of them. Um, yeah, Yay. so... Yeah, well done. So if you come, if, if you're from another country and you say, uh, I'm not going to do an accent, it'll probably end up being really racist or something. Just even if I, if I overthink it, um, <laughs> it'll still probably some, just knowing me, what I'd probably, accent? Over- I don't know. What, I don't sorry, know. I thought you meant an Australian accent until you said racist. Well, yeah, no, but I'm just imagining like, I don't trust myself. Like it, I'll probably try to sound I'll, I'll probably fucking try to do a um I did like a an american accent. accent on the stream the true. other day that is true <laughs> well i would probably try and do i was gonna try and do an american accent and then i realized i'd probably do a fucking um what's that big rooster from looney tunes like the one that sounds like a Fog fucking leghorn yes i probably accidentally sound like i enslave but it sounds like i enslave people then no, it sounds like you're being the character Foghorn Leghorn from those cartoons we watched. What What does Foghorn Leghorn sound like? Well, I do declare like, like, like that. Yeah, it, like somewhat. <laughs> this could be an off-air discussion. Listeners at home, do you think Foghorn Leghorn sounds like he might enslave people if given the opportunity? Uh, <laughs> that was my first thing. Lucas... Do you want to take it from here for yours? Sure. By the way, all those like uh, tradesmen sort of building related ones, I only know because I film a lot of like tradesmen building people. Like I, you know, about like two years ago, I wouldn't have, I would have need to be like told what a chippy was. I'm just like a fish and chip salesperson. To be fair, that's a pretty cool name for him. In the big sort of like Twitter back and forth that we had with like some of you about like Australian slang, there was some stuff that I was like, 
oh yeah, cool, I know that. Then there were some other bits of slang that I was just like, what the fuck is that? There was a wonderful moment where someone like posted a full sentence of like slang that must have been from like Victoria or Sydney. And it took me like five seconds to sort of like, I it was like I was staring at hieroglyphics that like turned into English. It's just like, oh, I do understand that. But it was like, oh. yeah, dense Australian slang that it, that even took me a moment to understand. So so anyway, um, I only say that because... I appreciate some of the slang that I might be coming up with might be, might in fact secretly be English slang. Oh yeah. This might even be a theme of the episode because like in Australia, there's also a lot of like Cockney rhyming slang. Mm-hmm. I've, I've only ever encountered like older people who use it, like they're, like 70, 80 year olds who do it. And I have to be like, wait, what the fuck is Bugs Bunny? Oh money. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, Sorry. I'll, I'll get you the money, whatever the fuck. Like <laughs> yeah yeah so i only say that because my my first bit of slang i i like it because i like to the best of my research it's not a slur working like a navvy (laughs) working like a navvy uh apparently it is it is rooted in old english um civil navigators were like basically railway engineers railway workers except originally like you know in the victorian sort of era they used to build canals because england has a fuck ton of canals um when my the main people i've heard say it is my nana and my mum and they told me that like navi was a reference to like sort of pilots in world war ii because like gps systems didn't exist and so you still need to like chart out you know where you were if you ever want to fucking make it back home oh chart out i thought you said chart out and i was like what the fuck were they doing before gps like they would, they would it was like a breadcrumb but it was like just a big trail of diarrhea <laughs> they could have um, no. just used a tin of paint but okay they would use a chart with with like a pen and a compass and shit i imagine yeah. sorry i haven't had to navigate in a long time but uh, yeah so working like a navi means you're working very hard Oh, I've never heard that, but I could totally see some older people um, yeah. saying that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because it was also the first time my nana said it, I was like, what? And I had to Google it. It's just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's not... <laughs> she it's wasn't not, being racist this time. Not being racist or something like that. <laughs> yes, there was um, so much of that in this, like, research. Did you find that? Like, I had yes. to Google a lot just to be sure that I wasn't going to accidentally say a slur. Um even unintentionally, you know. Fortunately, like in in day to day conversation, a lot of it, a lot of the like really sort of yuck stuff has fallen out of use mm-hmm. generally, mm-hmm. Or, or at least I don't encounter it in just like my day to day goings. And I work with a broad range of you know people age from like you know fucking my age, you know little kids to like you know eighty year olds. <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's good. Um, the other thing, sorry, one other little thing for listeners, um, the, the slang we pick is probably going to say something about who we are as people. So have, have fun with that. Oh, undoubtedly. And it's like, it would be a different list if we were to choose our top five slang that we say sort of on a regular basis. Um, I was trying to get like a good, a good cross section of what I use day to day. Um, and then just something that I felt was representative of themes in Australian slang, but also Australian slang is really, um, like there's a lot of regional variations, um, as well. So, Mm. um, which I noticed in our Twitter thread, um, where we sort of fished for suggestions for Australian slang. Um, yeah, very hyper local suggestions came through as well. So like a, 
I'll, sorry. Oh, sorry, quickly. Sorry, one that I picked out from the list is like, you know, doing a Mano, like you know, mm. sort of lap of the Mano was like something I, even I have heard, but there were people who were like, you know, their version of it was like the name of the strip. So yes. So it's like, oh no, you know, th- this is totally made up, but like, you know, doing a Bernie because, you know, the main road is called like Bernard Drive or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. So what's your, what's your second bit of slang? Oh, my second bit of slang. So... Similar to what I did with my first item, I was considering doing a lightning round of like sex related slang for you to translate, but I, (laughs) that would be very funny to embarrass you with. Um, But I would have been so fun. uh, Well, sorry. Um, But I realized that the sheer variety and obscurity of some of the sex related slang we use in Australia demands a focused future episode on them. So add that to the pile. Okay. You will get a lightning round of it at some point. Because um, <laughs> we have so many different terms for all sorts of things. Um, but And then I will be a fuckhead by pretending I don't know what root is and just <laughs> being like, sorry, root? So, so tell me more about, like, what, what, what was root again? <laughs> um, so... It was hard going, but I picked just one word to discuss on this episode that relates to sex. I want to see if you can guess it. Lucas, uh-huh. what's an Australian slang term for condom? Ooh, uh, okay, God, I got, I got like a very Englishy sounding one, like rubber Johnny. Rubber Johnny is one. It's not the one I chose, but, um. Oh, wait, I know it. I know it. Sorry. Franger? Yes, you got it. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Franger. So. Um, certainly something I've heard up here, but my husband who grew up in New South Wales, like he had never heard of it. Um, and so after a bit of digging online, I did find that it's been in use in Australia since the early 1970s, particularly in Melbourne and in South Australia. Do you have any idea of where Franger comes from? No, no, I'd love to know though. Oh gosh. So yeah, I, I love digging into these things because I'm like, what the fuck? Like Franger, that's not intuitive at all. So we don't know for certain, but the best guess that people have is that it's an alteration of a British slang term for condom, French letter. Have you ever heard of that before? Oh, look, it's, it's something is lighting up in my brain, maybe? I had never heard of it. <laughs> so I did some digging on what the fuck a French letter is, um, which I've, it, it means condom as, you know. Franger, French letter, but it's like one of these things where you take a dig at like another country you don't like very much. So while the Brits had French letter to mean condom, the French responded to this in kind with capote en glazer. Sorry, I don't speak French. Capote en glazer, um, which means English hooded cape. Um <laughs> However, when the Brits have abbreviated French letter, they do it to Frenchy, yet capote anglaiser is abbreviated to capote. And so, <laughs> meanwhile, we are over here calling it a franger, insulting the French without even realising it, and rightly so. Good. <laughs> yes, good, as it should be. But yeah, so that's a little history on the word franger. Once again, I continue to learn shit while doing this podcast. This is great. It's simultaneously <laughs> making me dumber but smarter. I know, right? It's like, okay, so I'm going to use Franger more often on a day-to-day, but I can tell people what it means, and they're going to be like, okay, you're a fucking weird unit. <laughs> like, okay. Mm. Uh, sorry, not to go too deep, but I am 
I am married, uh, you know, condom isn't something that really comes up all that much, so I'm gonna have, it's gonna be a real stretch if I do. <laughs> Just, well, I guess you could call a sock a foot franger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why not? These foot frangers, my <laughs> wife got me, are a bit tight. <laughs> Sorry, my feet are too big to wear one. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, cold. Um, like, oh, put on your foot frangers. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks, everyone. Good. <laughs> thanks for thanks for sticking with us. We're we're cu- cutting out early. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what's your next one? Uh, I also put the sex one second. <laughs> and and uh, I love this one again. This isn't this isn't something I ever really use on a day to day basis because I'm not a I'm not a disgusting hog uh, most of the time. Sorry, this is also, it weaves in some other Australian slang. Um, This is, uh, Josie, I'm going to play the game as well. What do you think the expression bangs like a dunny door in a gale means? Bangs like a dunny door in a gale? Oh. Oh. Um, Does that mean someone who has a lot of sex? Yes, it does. Uh, so, you know, when someone bangs like a dunny door in a gale or you know, <laughs> is banging like a dunny door in a gale, also a, also dunny door in a cyclone, a hurricane, like, you know, variations, you know, a stiff breeze. Uh, it's a person who fucks often and fucks hard. So, so it's like a town bike. Yeah, yeah. and Everyone yeah, has a ride, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I only know this because my father told me, unfortunately. <sighs> So bangs like a dunny door in a gale. I have never heard of that, but I can see it. I don't doubt it for a second that that's a thing people say. My father told me the expression when I was 18. It is burnt into my memory, probably my most prevailing memory of my father, because I was just like, what the fuck? Is this like a weirdo, like, Australian dude's rite of passage? Son, it's time to learn what bang the door bangs like a dunny door in a gale means like just a fucking compendium of weird sex slang that's so Uh, weird i i am going to remove this if you if you if we both agree it sounds yuck but basically uh the context of the conversation was that there was a girl my age who was like clearly sort of into me a little bit i may perhaps my father thought I didn't really understand because I was also just kind of a fucking idiot and also just I was the sort of teenage boy who would like you know be into people who were like very much not into me mm-hmm. uh, and then totally not realize when like someone was actually like you know kind of keen on me right and right I think my father was either just like excited for me that there was this like you know person in my vicinity and wanted to make it clear it's just like you know uh, son, uh, you need to sort of like hang out with that chick because she is gonna bang like a dunny door. And I was just like, Dad, what the oh, fuck? Oh man, that's fucked, man. Oh, I know, I know. That's again, rough. once again, I once again, I believe it was meant to be kind of like a nurturing thing, but just like you know, just <laughs> dads can also be like fucking grubs. Like, in 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 the like, I mean, I feel like that says a lot about Australian masculinity in and of itself. It's like, hmm, here's a time for me to really like encourage my son i'm just gonna re- objectify this woman <laughs> like fuck i'm sure he meant it well but yeah holy I shit know. and 
Also, I am about to become a father to a son, so who knows? Maybe in 18 years' time, I will be oh. like, son, son! <laughs> Come here! <laughs> son, the hot chick, or, or person, whatever your preference, you know, really seems to be into you. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> is it is the worst the way you're door, gonna... <laughs> uh, gets blown in the breeze. And I'll, I'll fuck it up. <laughs> I love that. That's really, it sounds really whimsical. I like that. I'll tell a haiku to my son. Wow, that's so beautiful, Pops. I'm so glad I managed to like dredge this back from my grub dad trying yeah. to like, encourage me to like fuck around. <laughs> oh, man. Um, moving right along. Righty. So I, I kind of, yeah. Except I had one more competing bit of sex slang, an honourable mention. Uh, Josie, can you tell me what it is to... Can you tell me what Smashing Box is? Oh, man. That's just like... that. That's just having sex, right? Uh, I, I always interpreted it as cunnilingus, but, uh, but no, I guess you're right. It is just like having sex. This is And this was told to me by a, a rugby, a former rugby union player who mm. I worked with. So, so yeah. And just, oh, the, man. just just the way he said it in his like you know you know he's somehow more poised but like you know so his much nicer much more articulate australian <laughs> accent but somehow still really awkward accent yeah it's just like smashing box just like is stuck in my head forever so when you say he was much more poised i'm picturing him with his legs crossed with a monocle being like mm, yeah smashing box this evening <laughs> <laughs> the fuck so just to to replicate it, smash and box. Smash and box. Oh, jeez, that's so yucky. Dude's rock, man. Dude's rock. <laughs> He's a lovely oh. man. Shout out, James, if you're listening. <laughs> Fucking hell. You'd um, be clapping and hooting. Sorry. So, <laughs> what, 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 what treat have you bought brought for us for your like third piece of Australian slang? Nothing so horrifying as that. But um, third piece of Australian slang is. On the grog. Do you know what that means, Lucas? Fuck. Uh, on the grog. God, well, like, if you're on to something, it's a, it's sinking piss, right? It's a, yeah, yeah. It's drinking. Sorry, it's... It's drinking, uh, yeah. Sinking piss didn't quite make my list, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's to drink to excess. Yeah, so um, on the grog, grog um, itself, um, I figured was worth sort of giving a rundown on, so... Grog initially was British slang used from the mid-1700s, and it meant alcohol diluted with water, or like a weak alcoholic drink, and it was supposedly a reference to the British Admiral Edward Vernon, who was known as Old Grog. Um, he ordered his sailor's rum to be diluted with water, which obviously didn't make him very popular. Um, the grog part comes from, I think it, you say grog rum? Um, which is a, um, so he wore a grogram or whatever coat, uh, which is apparently a coarse type of material. And anyway, it eventually came to mean a strong drink of any kind. And in Australia, it just means alcohol, um, of any kind. Um, and variations of on the grog, um, you can also say on the sauce, on the piss, and on the terps, and you are saying the same thing. Uh, ter turpentine is the same everywhere, isn't it? So, like, that's, terps is short. Oh, yeah. Turpentine. Good catch. I totally forgot about that. Yes, you're right, turpentine. <laughs> yes. 
And yeah, so what is your next item? Okay, uh, again, this could be, you know, very English, but again, like, you know, this is another one I got from my father who, like, seemed to be, like, you know, uh, again, every now and then you encounter these, like, you know, Australian guys who are, like, you know, can, like, switch on Ocker very handily, but are otherwise, like, very articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, that that might be something we need to examine at some point. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, that's, what is, what is Sparrow Fart? Sparrow Fart, that's early, right? Yes. Oh, cool. You got that much quicker than expected. I thought that was much more like esoteric than, than I oh, expected. Oh, so to be clear, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I've said this in the history of the podcast yet, but when you're like, I've only heard like people in their 70s use rhyming slang. I am a 29 year old woman who uses too much <laughs> rhyming slang for her own good. Um, <laughs> but I think that has to do with um, who I grew up around and what area I came from and all those sorts of things. Um, like if listeners haven't noticed, um, I am more Oka than Lucas. Um, we're from the same city, so there's still like a baseline of um, Oka business happening, but um, mm-hmm. there's definitely, there's definitely, we probably were exposed to different words. Um, like there probably isn't some overlap, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. And like my dad, um, like he was in prison, uh, in and out of prison all his life, so he got rhyming slang um there's a certain like there's certain prison slang as well in australia um that i'd really love to go into um maybe for a bonus episode sometime um and yeah yeah, like um i thought everyone called needles or like syringes bourgeois like i thought that everyone that was just a thing people knew can (laughs) can you say that again please so bourgeois so i think it's like supposed to be like bourgeois but i'm not I'm not sure, but yeah, we just knew, knew it as bourgeois means a means a needle, like a syringe. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I've never heard that before. What the hell? Well, this is a thing. Is like if yeah, certain you know elements of life you might not know the slang for those things. Um, but yeah, so and I, and I sorry, I suppose that's the intent, right? Because uh. Uh, funnily enough with the working like a navi bit there was a bit on like navi slang like sort of like english ah. you know railroad engineer the the purpose of like a lot of their they had rhyming slang and the purpose was to like obfuscate the meaning of what they were saying to like people from the out group yeah so, you know if they were saying like you know oh, get me give me the bugs buddy you know get me a bourgeois you know you know, saying like, oh, I, I've lost my bourgeois, you know, it's to stop the yeah, guards from yeah, yeah. like, you know, you know, my syringe I'm going to use to, like, do drugs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to say, oh, dearie me, <laughs> my syringe <laughs> to use a drug, I have lost it. Like, you know, yeah, I guess that is the purpose of slang as well, right? I was going to uh, shoot meth into my dick, but <laughs> I lost my bourgeois. Yeah. Oh, hate when that happens. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you can shoot meth up there, but I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm happy not knowing. It's fine. It's fine for me to not know. We can get to the bottom of this. No. <laughs> um, so, what's, so, sorry, yeah. so sparrow fart. To get up at sparrow fart means you have to get up very early. Um, I, I do a lot of, you know, I work in videography. So every now and then I have to get up really fucking early to like, you know, go to the airport or, you know, do a dawn shoot or something like that. So, you know, getting up at Sparrow Fart, I don't love it. The, 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 the slang or actually the act of waking up early? 
Oh, the act of waking up. Oh, right. No, this, this was an instance where I had to explain to my wife, like, you know, oh, I gotta be up at Sparrow Fart tomorrow. And she was just like, what the fuck, like, are, what the you fuck are you saying? <laughs> Why are you talking about a bird's butt? <laughs> you fucking weirdo. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't. I think I searched this years ago and the best anyone could come up with is just like, oh, sparrows are up early. And so presumably that's when they're farting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's exactly what my reasoning was as well. So I, I guess that's good enough. Which kind of leads into my next item, which doesn't have a solid explanation for where it came from, which is carked it. Do you know what carked it means? To, in the most dramatic sense of the word, to die. Yes. Uh, to cease living. In a more sort of like casual sort of conversational use, it means like maybe an appliance has stopped working. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if, um, you know, I guess it's like if it's rooted, if it, well, I, I know that one's different. Never mind. We'll go back to that some other time maybe. Because um, <laughs> that can also mean, you know, stuffed up. Um, you know, but yeah, carked it. So something that's dead. Um, apparently we don't know where, where this came from. Um, some have, yeah. So some have suggested that cark either comes from carcass or the harsh sound of a crow, but I consulted a concise dictionary on, um, unconventional English and, uh, it said it, it like said neither of these have like a whole lot of backing but personally i think oh, the carcass okay. explanation is probably pretty good even if it's not true like carked it yeah okay i get it like yeah I'll, here's the thing a lot of the slang you know even the rhyming slang like when you sort of reverse engineer it a little bit you're just like oh okay it's usually like you know quite simple in its construction in a way that's like good because it means like once you've once you've been around Australians a little bit, like, you should be able to navigate this stuff fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if you found this, Lucas, but, um, because, like, you mentioned your last one, like, Sparrowfar, how it was, like, really hard to sort of locate what it means. And I think that this is, like, maybe if I know that we have a few people with linguistics uh, degrees uh, listening, but um, at least... I think with slang, it's sort of like by the time it's worth being written down, maybe that initial like origin has sort of been forgotten a little bit. I don't know, like especially older slang, like, yeah, maybe it's just not well recorded because it might have even morphed from its initial um, sort of iteration. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, Oh god, who knows? And, and I don't know because sometimes it just is fun to say. It's sticky. Yeah, it just kind of sticks in your brain. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't even get up all that early anymore. But I don't know. I just kind of remember Sparrow you know, Fart. Fart it's just like oh, it kind of because you know it kind of sucks to get up early. So you know, like saying fart is fun. Like while you're complaining, like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a good uh, time. And that's probably why. Like, oh, I gotta Sorry. be up at. Saying like, oh, I'm going to be up at Sparrow Fart tomorrow, like, you know, kind of expresses, you know, your your unhappiness with the situation. Yeah, exactly. But it's not like aggressive. It's just like, Mwah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, I think that's why I, inc I included Carked It, because if I'm trying to make this episode a primer, I think Carked It, it's just a fun thing to say. People know what you're going to mean. I think that maybe, I don't think enough people use it and i think that we should be saying cocked a lot more yeah oh look here's the thing it's probably because i'm much more rude 
I'm just like, ah, oh, it's fucked. It's, it's yeah, fucked. yeah, that's. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a coarse idiot. <laughs> um, so, what is your next item? What number are you up to? Four or five? Sorry, I am up to four. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't had any overlap yet, which is really good. No. Um, um, also, I really like, uh, I love how we've both interpreted the steps, like how you were just like, I'm going to give everyone a primer. It's just like, I'm going to pick the weirdest shit I've heard, just like the funniest <laughs> shit I can think of. But uh, but no, I'm getting more back into like regular slang you might hear from someone. Um, no walking furries. Oh, gosh, yeah. that That's like a spoonerism, right? Yep, yep. So uh, a spoonerism for no fucking worries. Yep. No walking furries. And... And, and again... Oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, you go. And I imagine you're going to address then the further abbreviated version of that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to tell you how to do your job. No, no, that's great. That's great. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like, I don't know, for some reason I always go to no walking furries automatically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it didn't even occur to me. But then again, if you're all listening to an Australian slang pro- podcast, you're probably, you've heard... Or you've seen someone type no wakas. No wakas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no wakas, no wakan faris. But I, uh, in our Twitter thread, uh, someone brought up like, oh yeah, I use no wakas so often that like, forget that it's no wakan faris. Um, yeah. Because it's sort of just so in, I guess, the lexicon or, is that how, is that what that's called? Lexicon? I'm going to Google what lexicon means. I was right. <laughs> okay, good, good. Lexicon, lexicon, good. Yeah. No walking furries is really nice. I feel like it may have even mutated to no walkers within our lifetime. Oh, interesting. I think I that's don't... very possible. Do we know when the Spoonerism sort of came about? Um, well, Spoonerisms have been popular in like British comedy and, you know, also by extension Australian comedy since like, I don't know, the 40s, 50s, like... Mm-hmm. There was a joke called Rindicella, which was like the story of Cinderella oh. presented entirely in spoonerisms with swear words. That sounds like, awful. <laughs> yeah. look, look, when you read it, look, I haven't read it since I was like 18. I found it very funny. Uh, apparently it was like read on the BBC and, you know, the oh, guy did it with geez. a straight face and the whole thing was like, it's very stupid. So spoonerisms have been around for years. I don't know. I seem to remember as a kid people saying... No wakan faris, and then like within my lifetime, no wakas like become yeah. the thing that people say. I feel like I have maybe observed that too. Like I'm pretty sure I'd heard no wakan faris, and then I think my older brother then started saying no wakas. I wouldn't be surprised if that has sort of transformed. In some ways, like Australian slang, like sort of really old stuff is sort of dying off. New ones are coming in, and almost like faster ones. Mm. I don't know, like. I don't know. We can we can analyze this in further episodes where we where we Lord knows we might actually do some like you know sort of more rigorous research. Me, not you. You're great. At this. <laughs> I I I need to chill out for a second. In fact, um, <laughs> but like, um, sorry, as you said that, like, just I remember reading like coming across it today that the like the term selfie originated in australia which i had no idea about but because of course really? yes it, it literally oh. like was first recorded in australia calling it a selfie um which makes sense oh because goodness. if we talk about the diminutives like 
of course. Like, of course we would call it a selfie. And then and then it gets turned into, like, a, a novelty pop song from, like, God, I think, like, 2012 or some shit. Really? That's that's so whack. Hold on, let me take a selfie. You don't remember that piece of shit? No. No, I don't. It was, it was one of those things where it was just like, oh, okay, this is a piece of pop music that's sort of, like, attacking young femme culture. Mm. Because it was just like, oh, young women are stupid. All they do is take selfies. And, you know, it's, you probably heard it but forgot it because it was, like, so that fucking rock fuck stupid. Oh. But um, no, it was, like, a mainstream, like, American label. And, you know, at this point, Selfie had really, like, disseminated into, you know, uh, people our age, people who make use of social media. So, so hearing that it could have been Australian and, like, somehow dripped into, like, broader English use is wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that's just what I read in passing. Please, you know, fact check everything. I'm not a doctor, but I, <laughs> someone I went to high school with, I remember that she did her honours. Um, she was, like, exploring uh, the motivations for young women taking selfies and was exploring sort of, like, the whole, as you were just saying, like, the criticisms of being, like, uh, selfies, like... As if, like, there aren't dudes who look like thumbs with wraparound sunglasses and a fucking, you know, cap loving to take the same selfie um, at any given moment. But, like, yeah. In their car. In their car, in the the exact same car from the same angle. But, like, yeah, like, there was... I do remember being, like, not taking a photo of myself for a very long time because, like, I guess this overlapped with my cool girl phase where I was like, I don't want to be like the other girls who were just taking photos of themselves because why wouldn't they? Like <laughs> Your pick me phase. Yeah, I guess it's called pick me now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I definitely... Yeah, yeah, I, cause... I had a pick me phase, absolutely. No, no, I likewise was just like, huh, the only people who take selfies are idiots. And now if you follow my Twitter, it's just like, man, I think my hair looks nice today. Or I look, I'm kind of silly today. Or... You know, my my wife and I are at this cool wedding. We look hot as shit. (laughs) Selfies are nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's legal. And I do feel like, um, I don't, again, I don't know if this is just the people I hang around, but I feel like that has shifted in our lifetime. Obviously in our lifetime, but you know what I mean? Like in the past decade, the acceptability of taking selfies and posting them, I think. I, I would like to think that maybe femme, like young femmes get like, less of a hard time for it but yeah anyway sorry digression sorry i have one more thing to add to that yeah. like weirdly enough when i you know first did it or i don't know i think i had like i just got like a good haircut and i posted it and all the people like responding and like being like oh that looks so good we're all just dudes yeah and so and some of them were being like silly it's just like ah, you look hot like like i don't know how serious they were but uh but i don't know it's it's nice and it could just be the circle i move in like yeah it's okay fellas is it gay to tell another fella that they're looking good (laughs) like i can't remember the fly of the concord song but yes that that sentiment (laughs) (laughs) yeah no Uh, sorry i did a little bit of research uh in sorry in september 2001 a group of australians created a website to upload the first digital self-portraits uh the first record on 2002, the first recorded published use of the term selfie to describe a self-portrait photograph occurred. As far as I can tell, yeah, it could have. And yeah, if I mean, if that's true, it, it, it we at least like that tracks with all other like um, common Australian slang as well. So yeah, that's interesting. Oh, I found another source from the Guardian. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an it's an Australian slang term apparently. 
we just have the best inventions. That, <laughs> I'll. This is the only time I'll say that on this podcast, and it's for the word selfie. Well, we may need to do an episode on Australian inventions. Sorry, not Ooh. to do another fucking producers meeting, but because there have been like, you know. Uh, non-genocide related inventions oh it's because i was about to say the armored tank was like one of ours wasn't it (laughs) that was my first fuck it could have been like i don't know lots of lots of stupid guns that were never going to make it into like production like the metal storm gun like if you paid any attention to like sort of matt matthew riley sort of style books no no Uh, but they seem fun yeah yeah look the metal storm gun kicks ass but was not practical it was like a rail gun it was it's like a big rail shotgun it was fun but it was never gonna be a thing (laughs) that sounds so dudes rock um yeah 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 Uh, we will that sounds good we should do that because like i'm already thinking of like gardasil and stuff like that so like um the uh cervical cancer vaccine yeah 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 nice things nice things we can do nice things and if it's true that the armoured tank, or at least a very important armoured tank, was created in Australia, I'll probably talk about that too. Because it sounds really cool. Tanks are cool. Yeah, they are. Objectively. What they're used for sucks, but like, I don't know, in like movies, they kick ass. Mm-hmm. So my last item, was it my turn or your turn? I can't remember. No, it's your turn. Okay. So my last item is my personal favourite. I think rhyming slang could have its own episode down the line. Um, I am a true fan of rhyming slang. Uh, my favorite example and one I used weekly is the rhyming slang for underwear or undies, um, called, you can call them Reg Grundies, um, also known as Grundies, Reginalds, and, uh, at least personally, that's sort of morphed in my household and I call them Grungies. Um, <laughs> that's, that, that's a Josie spesh there. Um, but yeah, Reg Grundy's Grundy's Reginalds, um, meaning underwear. Um, so Reg Grundy himself was an Australian businessman and media mogul. According to Wikipedia, he's known to have produced popular game shows like Wheel of Fortune and also soap operas such as Prisoner and Neighbours, both of which are Australian institutions. Um, I only know him though as the guy whose name means undies and apparently <laughs> <laughs> and apparently at one point he also owned Australia's only Chuck E. Cheese, which is now very much closed, but there was a Chuck E. Cheese at one point and he owned it. Um, oh, good lord. Yeah, and, and I remember losing my shit because I'm like, that's the dude that I call undies. Because, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, if you want to incorporate a bit more Australian slang um into your daily life start um being like oh got no clean reggies oh yeah reggies that's another one um <laughs> see that op- the, the options are endless when you introduce reg grundies into your vernacular so ah oh, got no got no reggies got no grundies um oh those are some sexy reggies you got on love oh your reginalds <laughs> are looking very dashing today just give it a go. You might like it. Try try flirting in Australian rhyming slang. See how it goes. Hey, love, want to get on the get on the piss and uh, and then show off your Reg Grundies to me? What the fuck? I mean, you wouldn't say that anyway, even in like regular English. But 
Like, I was just going to turn down my mic and just let you, like, keep improvising. Just, like, keep doing that bit <laughs> for, like, as long as you could go. Oh, no. I couldn't do it because then I freak out and then I start saying just weird words. I mean, as so if I anyway, wasn't already. What's your next bit? So I was like, no, 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 no. What these Reggies? What what else would you say? <laughs> oh, Sheila. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I could, when I see you in those Reggies, I crack a fat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. It's disgusting. Disgusting. I'm not editing this out. Oh. I, will, I don't, do not care what notes you give me. <laughs> Please, I'll buy you piss. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry for... Um, Playing silly buggers, I've been on the Terps. I haven't actually, I've just had Coke, but, um, Coca-Cola, but, um, yeah, sorry. I get a little silly. Yeah, so that, that is, uh, my short list of five. Do you have your number five on you, Lucas? Well, well, before we go on, it's interesting, like, I don't know, we're kind of, I'm kind of learning there are maybe a couple of different ways to speak or use Australian slang, because you have, like, you know, Reggie's or Grundy's, you know, which is like fun and playful and sing-songy, like, you know, Grundy's, Reggie's. I, I, the, if I use slang to refer to underwear, it's jocks. Oh yeah, yeah. That too. That's a popular one. So there's either like, you want like, in Australian slang, you can either be sing-songy or you can be sort of like direct and short and, you know, monosyllabic, just like, where's me jocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grundy's. That, that's not... Yeah, that's it's not really my next dragging it out. No, no. That's yeah. probably going to be what we say in this house. Just like, oh, I just need to go get some jocks. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think I think mostly now that I think about it, if I'm serious, I'll say undies or <laughs> you know maybe jocks. But if I'm feeling a little silly, that's when I pull the reggies out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's all in good fun. And maybe if you're in a cranky mood, just start talking about your Reginalds, and maybe you'll start being a little silly um prescription of some rhyming slang might be the cure for depression after all and uh now i'm going to do like the next 10 seconds of just like me doing like a sexy voice talking about jocks oh no so, so those of you who are, those of you who are still listening i'm not gonna do that i'm sorry i would not do that to you um anyway my my final bit of australian slang is it's not my favorite it's not it's probably just one i use the most it's bottle What's a bottle Josie? Oh, bottle That's a liquor store. Yep, yep, yep. That's probably just because, like, I, I make use of them sometimes. Um, and also, it's just fun to say. I was thinking about this before. bottle that's definitely... I never call it the bottle shop or liquor store. But I was thinking about it. And not only is bottle And, like, not only is bottle fun to say, the concept of there being a separate, like, place to buy your alcohol, I think is pretty um i don't know if it's unique but it's definitely very australian um and it's certainly yeah. very queensland to have a completely uh separate store um where you buy alcohol because i mean i know that in some other states they can be sort of connected to supermarkets and like convenience stores like you can buy alcohol in them whereas in queensland it has to be a separate premises um mm. Yeah, and I don't know about the US, but I have a feeling, like, I know that there are liquor stores, like, individual ones there, but I don't know, like, maybe people have to tell us, like, 
are you able to go into Walmart and buy wine? Like, that sounds... Like, you can buy guns, so I imagine that you could probably buy wine in Walmart. I'm not sure about Walmart, but yeah, when I was in the US uh, briefly for a bit, like, you know, doing, you know, shooting for a game journalist, um, yeah, like, I remember, you know, getting to my hotel room thinking, like, oh, I should go get, like, I don't know, some coffee and some bottled water and stuff like that, and remembering, like, oh, I can just buy beer at the supermarket. This kicks ass. Oh, so you could. Um, that was Also, I think we went into this a little bit on the Born Under Punches stream because I was asking, mm. you know, our Canadian friends at Born Under Punches, like, yo, can you buy beer at the supermarket? And they were just like, no, that's an American thing. Ah. Oh. But no, it's it's very cool. I like it. Um, As a friend of mine sort of, you know, whinged about a while ago, it's like, you know, what if you're making bolognese? Wouldn't it be cool if you could just go get a bottle of red wine? That would be delightful. I would love that. No, you're making bolognese. Now I gotta go fucking liquor store and get red wine. Unless yeah. I like have a stale one at home. Like Yeah, I just use red wine vinegar. Sorry, I'm sloppy. Um Doesn't that make it too sour? Oh, if you dilute it. Um anyway. <laughs> you you can get your acids and your umamis and your sweetness oh, right. You gotta oh, tinker a bit. Tango. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're a cooking podcast now. <laughs> But before we get into we before we get into the um yeah nah nah yeah and the cunt dog cunt dichotomies and matrixes matrices um <laughs> matrices I don't know matrices I find whatever um the matrices <laughs> um yeah thought we would just um for those who missed it uh, Lucas and I were recently on a video stream uh born under punches it'll also be turned into a podcast episode but you can watch the unedited twitch stream at the moment if you just head to our twitter page you can find it there we had a lot of fun i made a slideshow um of shit cunts who lost their seat on the weekend and it was the weekend um it was the week after the federal election but i bring that up because we sort of discussed some slang terms um on that show to our beautiful canadian friends um including yeah nah nah yeah so lucas yeah nah nah yeah how would you clarify their usage oh look uh, to be honest i also find it kind of frustrating yeah, I, I also find it kind of annoying when someone's just like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess, uh, oh man, I it's something that annoys me as well. I, I kind of like shriek at people until they give me a more direct answer. But maybe this says more about me than it does about like the broader culture. So so I don't know, Josie, can you can you can you help me? Oh yes, I can because I use it all the time. <laughs> um, so uh, if you are feeling confused about what someone is telling you um, when they're saying yeah no nah, um, or no nah, yeah, always use the second word. Uh, I know that's very counterintuitive because if they say yeah first, then you, your brain wants to go, oh, they're agreeing with me. But if you're talking to an Australian um, and they say, yeah, nah, that means no. Or wait, I've got more to add. Or nah, yeah, and they're sort of agreeing with you. And or it, then they'll expand upon that more. So always the second one. Yeah, nah, I, I'm saying no. Nah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. I guess uh, as you were saying that, it occurred to me that like the first word is kind of like an acknowledgement. Exactly. Like, yeah, I've heard what you're saying. But no. no <laughs> I don't want to. No, I don't want to go to the bottle <laughs> But yeah, thanks for offering. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, nah, yeah. Um, as in. It's sort of like yeah. a, I, I hear you, but no. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, so... Like, I, I have clearly heard you, but no. Yeah, so that that's... I mean, I don't... I haven't double-checked that. That's just my intuitive understanding of it and how I have noticed that people use it and how I use it. My... Now that I've thought about it, I think I, I have an answer for nah, yeah. Mm. I think it's... The only times I think I've said it is when, like, someone is describing a disagreeable situation. And it's more just like a... You know, they're describing something that's, like, shitty and you're just like, nah, 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 nah. And then you may say, yeah, to be like, you know... I, I sort of agree that this is, like, disagreeable. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, so. I guess ultimately it's like, yes, that is shit. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 <laughs> how much of a how much of fuckwit would I be if I just started doing, like, nah, yeah, and just, like, going back and forth? Oh, man. Just, yeah, if you said, nah, yeah, nah, then I can't help you. Like, if, <laughs> if you sandwich it, I don't have any rules for that. And that's when I'd just be like, can you just fucking tell me the answer? Um, and then... Finally, cunt slash dog cunt matrix. How would you sort of differentiate these two, Lucas? Well, well, again, like we, you and I kind of back and forth this on the Born Under Punches live stream because I, I have my understanding of it. I would love to know if you're listening to this, like your understanding of it. My interpretation of it was when you say like, you know, get a cunt or how's it going, cunt? Like it's meant to be disarming. Mm. It's meant to be like, you know, you're saying this shocking thing because you kind of feel safe to do so and mm-hmm. the other person should be like ah, oh, okay because like it seems from my research that a lot of australian slang is meant to be informal and you know meant to be like rigorously enforcing informality mm-hmm. you're meant to be like in in its nastiest way it's like you know don't be high and mighty don't act above your station yeah in its most gentle nice form it's like hey you can be relax you can relax we're all mates here yeah um so those are those are sort of the two the two sides of the Australian coin. Um, so so to say like you know as I did once when I was leaving work years ago to a bunch of female colleagues, which I realised later <laughs> might have been a bad look uh, when I said "see you cunts next week." Uh, that was to express because we had all been drinking and sort of like you know we all we all worked in like a fucking app making company or some shit. So we all know I think we spent the afternoon playing video games. It was to express kind of my, you know, I am being silly and irreverent in this situation and I am relaxed and I feel comfortable saying, you know, something that would probably get me fired in most joints. Yeah, um, and, and inflection is a huge part of it too. Yeah, I, I think I, when I said it, affected my most like, you know, sort of, see you cunts later, you know, oh, sort of yeah, like silly yeah. sort of voice while I was like standing there and waving sort of politely. And, you know, they're... Fortunately, they all laughed and were just like, Lucas, what the... Oh, fuck. Okay, see you next week. Yes, bye. Yeah, because, yeah, another thing is like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> like, as in, like, in, like, the best way, like, if that's not something you use, especially in the workplace very often. Um, but, but it's also an Australian thing where it's like, we see this sometimes there is a, a playfulness, but it could also be passive aggression. And so, being able to distinguish the two is like you know honestly a skill because i've i have gone to school with and i've worked with some real like bitchy motherfuckers Mm. and they will like you know use the whole like no i'm just kidding with you to just like be a massive asshole to be a dog cunt yes so i think what you kind of just said there the whole like you kind of have to pick up on the intent in like the the vibe that's coming from it i think inflection and tone is so huge 
um, mm. in for this word in particular, but also in many other words. But like, you know, you could say if someone say like punched your arm playfully, and you could say oh you can't and like laugh, <laughs> and it's like you know giggling like you silly sausage, um, and then you're also saying hey cut it out. But also, it's like, thank you, that, that was funny. Also, don't do it again, maybe. But like, but then you can say, oi, you cunt. And then that's, that's like, you, again, you're above your station, cut it out. Mm. That's not a friendly yeah. one. Um, but then you've got, if you want, if you don't want to mince it and you want to be certain that you're like being as harsh as possible, that's when you pull out dog cunt. Um, it is yep. the, it is one of the worst things you can call someone or your dog cunt. Like, oh, sorry, I feel dirty. Like I say that word, like I say the C word a lot, but even saying, <laughs> but saying dog cunt, it makes me very like, oh no, there's conflict because that's like so harsh. There is no, oh, no. there's no making it nice because I guess like it, it's weird that dog is the thing that makes it harsher. Um, I didn't Google this. I was just like thinking about what makes dog cunt even even more severe um i was thinking about like i knew i know that my like a dog was like that could be a word for like a snitch or like a narc someone who runs away you know dogging the boys is like oh yeah yeah pull out unexpectedly Mm -hmm. so i wonder if it's betrayal that possibly sort of like a sense of betrayal to it i think um or like just really like you've done me dirty sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, good point. That That's how I take it anyway. Um, like, there's been a, you know, you say, oh, that was a dog act. Like, if I'm real, like, I, I was apologizing to someone um, a few months ago for, um, like, genuinely, like, I, I fucked up. And I was like, hey, that, that was a dog act. Like, I did a dog act and I'm so sorry. Because, um, like, I knew that, like, I wanted to express in the most severe terms that, like, I understood that what I did was so unacceptable. I said something bad about someone that was really like un- unwarranted and uncalled for. So like if, you know, if, if you speak it to another Australian who's on the same level, like you'd be like, hey, now that was a dog act. Uh, my bad. Or if they've done the dog act, you say, mate, that was a fucking dog act. <laughs> yeah, um, and then and that was a dog cunt move is like the more yes. severe, like you have grievously offended me. There is no returning from here. <laughs> <laughs> um but then again well, maybe well, not wi- not without like serious like penitent gestures that now i'm getting my like criminologist hat on and i'm like well actually you know we we try to say we don't try to call people criminals uh we don't want to label them so you know maybe mm. we shouldn't call people dog cunts but they just did a dog act <laughs> <laughs> um so you know if you want to be a bit more mindful about um not inflicting labels um because, you know, labels can, people can internalize those labels and then act them out. So they may be a dog cunt further. I'm sorry. Um, Will this, I, I'm curious to see which Australian Gothic episode has the most instances of cunt. So we'll have to see how we go. Because uh, I've definitely sadly started saying it more in my day-to-day mm. life and my family are picking up on <gasps> it and also using it. Which is, which in a way is great because in a way it's, it's the best word to describe a person or situation. I feel like a very bad influence (laughs) because I, I, I say it a lot and even I kind of reel it back even for this podcast. I know that sounds fake, but, um, 
when I'm around my family, like, um, you know, people I grew up with, the ochre comes out even more. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it gets, it gets bad. Um, especially cause I'm like, Robert doesn't swear really like very rarely. No. And then, but I, 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 I do enough for the both of us. So, um, yeah, he, if he judges, he doesn't make it known. <laughs> But I well, think he's just accepted it. This is who I am, baby. Well, I would I would like to put forward silly cunt as Ooh. a cl- as a clear, more clear version of like uh, actually. God, now that I think about it and saying it out loud, I don't know if it can be like, oh, you know, you're sort of straddling your in between, like you know, the friendly instance of mm. you know the c word. I'm gonna ease back on it, or like you know, full on dog cunt. I think it it teeters between the middle of the road and then the dog cunt area. It's it's certainly not friendly, but um, it's a bit more. It sounds more like a warning, you know. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm coming up I've with this on the fly. <laughs> well, you're silly, cunt. I... Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, now that I think about it, it's just like, oh, this person is like being a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very annoying. <laughs> May okay. perhaps. Uh, one may have been called a silly cunt on a few occasions. Who's to say? <laughs> I mean me, and yes, not not <laughs> might have. I absolutely have been called a silly cunt. I have come up with a new name for the podcast. What? Lucas and the silly oh. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Lucas and the silly cunt. <laughs> Drive FM. <laughs> With Miffy Witzer and the silly cunt. <laughs> no, but if I'm if I'm the woman, I can't be called anything except um, oh, my full damn. name. It has to be the silly cunt Wazza and look, look, Sandra. You you can be Miffy or Witzer or fucking whatever. I'll be the silly cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't get your own name. Sorry, sorry. Our soundboard we use for this podcast has like you know eight spots I can put like you know drops. So so we can do that. We can do <gasps> a like we can do an Australian radio episode and I can have drops. I can be I can embody the name. I can become the mask and become the silly cunt you all long for as our audience. Miffo, we see the silly cunt. Fuck. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we could do it and Reginald. <laughs> oh man (laughs) sorry uh sorry we have a little bit more time left i know we are we are near the top of the hour but honestly i'll let it like 15 minutes of shit out just because that seems to be like what we have yeah what we do but uh but anyway i have some slang words i hate go for it Uh, do you also have slang words you hate I'll think while you, you, you shoot off yours. Okay, so Daryl Summers has come up to me. I'm in the audience for Saturday, sort of, hey, hey, it's Saturday, not Saturday Night Live. And he's asked me what's cheesing me off. And uh, anyway, uh, apparently, because in my research for Australian slang, one thing they noticed with like much younger people is to just shorten words and add an S sound. And uh, one of the words they came up with, this article was from 2016, I will link it in the show notes, is a slang word used by young people to refer to mobile phones called mobs no i hate it when i read this i sort of was just like what the fuck is this and then i was just like okay to be fair i do not hang out with anyone younger than 25 really who isn't like my child or a friend's (laughs) child um i have never heard this i i believe it could possibly be a thing but like most people because 
because I don't have a landline phone. I don't have a phone that plugs into the wall. We just have our phones. No one calls them smartphones. Yeah. Like my Android phone is just a phone. So everyone just calls it a phone. Most Australian slang is like short in a utilitarian sense because, you know, it's it's not pretentious and you could just like quickly say shit. So like, where's my phone? Where's not where's my mobs? Like, you know, we don't need to shorten mobile. Yeah, why differentiate? Yeah. Yeah. But but every now and then you come up like sadly there is like I don't want to say because it's a slur, like uh there is a shortened version of Muslim that you hear being said by like the dumbest like oh. dog cunts you've ever heard. Of, I don't think I It's it's Muzzy. It's Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, you, can beep, you should beep that out and just like it's being said by like the dumbest fucking idiots in this country because like it doesn't Muslim is two syllables already. Muzzy is also two syllables. You're not saving time. You're just a stupid cunt. That's horrible. You, you should like um bleep that out and then so it'll just be like and then you just get me yeah, being yeah. dramatic. Well, well, I don't know if it's like it's not. It's not. It's not the worst abbreviated mm, slur in Australia. Uh, I just, I just think of like um, when, like, calling people refos, uh, like refugees. Refs. That's one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's See? I, I don't hear it often. Um, but it is. It, 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 usually people go for something much harsher. Um, but it's sort of. It just. Yeah. I. I it. Hmm. Hmm. Just not a fan. Yeah. Um, like it's, I think it's definitely a slur. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I don't. Firstly, I don't think they take off. Firstly, because like, yeah, they're slurs and they're like, you know, it's they're, they're sort of like abhorrent to say. But also like, they just they they just don't sound very good. Like refos, just like referees. Like, yeah. We we we're a very like we really like sport in Australia, so that would be people are often bitching about like what referees are like. You know. The decisions they make mm-hmm. but uh yeah so that you know the fact that i my mind didn't immediately go to refugees so so yeah sometimes you see and often you see you know you know bad political actors try to deploy or manufacture slang in a way to like generate authenticity mm-hmm. and you know we often saw like scott morrison you know former prime minister eat shit cunt trying to say shit like fair dinkum in order to seem more authentic sorry we didn't get to fair dinkum which, uh, you know, I've, yeah. I've never fucking heard a person say in like the last 20 years. I yeah. Only hear it in like, I heard it in the Peppa Pig episode with Sam Simmons where like Peppa Pig goes to Australia. Oh, and yeah. I, you know, my daughter was just like, Peppa Pig. And I'm like, I want to kick the television. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's one that we've like accepted is a part. Like, there definitely are people who say it. Like, my pop used to say fair income. I, I think it's dying out a little bit, so it feels very forced if I say it. Oh, one that I hate, a lot of people brought it up, and I, I'm sure that people say it now, but it feels really forced to me, and it's, well, I'm not here to fuck spiders. Like, I don't... Some people argue that it's a legit bit of slang uh, or, like, an idiom or whatever in Australia, but um, I've never heard someone saying it unless they're invoking what's the funniest bit of Australian slang. Like, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, well, li- likewise, like, I I heard it. I, I absolutely heard it in the last 10 years and was just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's got the, it's got the rhythm of Australian slang. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it-, it? And also, like, you know, Australia, you know, to a lot of other countries, like, 
we're famous for having like a lot of like dangerous animals and you know spiders in particular uh, going back to Peppa Pig there's a spider episode of Peppa Pig oh, that's not Australia. released in Australia yeah yeah Australia, yeah just like the whole thing is just like, oh, spiders aren't scary. It's just like, no, no, we want our children to be scared of That's spiders. That's right. Like, yeah, they literally took it off. They like, I had, I remember watching it on YouTube because I'm like, well, now I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, America banned the episode of Bluey where like uh, the dad pretends to be pregnant. And, Are you serious? Uh, ban- because America is like a weird fucking country. We banned the spider episode of Peppa Pig because we literally fear for our children's safety. Well, yeah, I feel like that's pretty valid, but also that does like. As much as what is fucked up in this country, that feels like... It's like, no, there's there's actually a health concern here, whereas over there you guys are just fucking weirdos, like, transphobes. Not obviously, that's... Like, the people in power oh, are... cannot give birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to be clear, I mean, the people in power, obviously, there are many fine people who are just ordinary. Sorry, I'm just looking. I like so many of these words. I will say... I. I can't remember if I've said it on this podcast before, but there's a word for a um, for like a cooler. It starts with E, ends in Y, has e- S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a brand name, but it's it, Eskimo is a you know that's oh yeah. <laughs> is that where it came yes. from? Yes. Fuck. Yes. Oh, okay. See, this is like. When I when I came up with work when I thought of working like a navvy, it's just like all right, time to make sure navvy isn't a slur. <laughs> and and even then, I didn't reveal the full story because apparently, some of most of the navvies in oh, like no. the classical English sense were just English people. Apparently, later on, some of them were Irish. So you know, we're, even then, we're kind of skirting. I I was like, okay, you know, kind of a pass, but I was just like, okay, that's yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's for another episode. <laughs> well, I'm Irish, so I'm allowed to You're... say. Oh, fucking! I don't know. I don't. I, am I? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, look, we're we're running a little bit, running a little bit longer than we usually do. Uh, I do have one more, and it's one one bit of slang I hate. Unless you have one more. No, I don't have any. It may upset some people here. Um, I hate when old people say "kappa." It makes me. <gasps> To kill someone. I no, Don't, I say it every day. If you offer me a cuppa, I'll wince. I well, I like, will no, just to spite what you. Are you. What are you offering me? There's like five drinks that you can like have in like a coffee cup. A cuppa, I say it in the context of um, tea. But if someone wants to, if someone says yes, then I then I do like a Ramona flowers or whatever it is, where I'd be like, well, I've got. Fucking this tea, this tea, this tea, this coffee, this coffee, and yeah. So it's like a, it's like an opener. Do you want a cuppa? Okay, okay, I guess. But uh, no, you no, don't... you're not gonna like. <laughs> no, I hate cuppa. F- fuck this. No, no. Sorry. It, sadly, it's like, I don't know. In my experience, it's always like the oldest fossil of a person, someone who has a gollywog on their fridge, <laughs> and it's always like whatever they're offering is like the cheapest, nastiest, like the shittiest tea, like the fucking blend 43 coffee stale biscuits stale biscuits like you know come on and let's come and have a cuppa and let's say all the slurs we know oh see i say come have a cuppa usually i'm saying it to my mum, but um, okay okay no you don't you don't have to backtrack where we can this can be i don't have to backtrack sorry i'm this is 
My this... hill to die on? Yes. Yeah, you can have that hill. Yay. It's legal to do. Um, my hill is that I'm going to try and irk you when you least expect it by offering you a cuppa. Josie's going to come over to my house eventually when my son is born. Want a cuppa? the coffee machine. I'm going to just, like, cross-stitch live, laugh, cuppa just for your kitchen. Ooh. That would make you so mad. <laughs> no, except I'd love one of your cross-stitches. <laughs> I love it, oh, no. but I hate it. Oh, it's going to be about cuppas now. Oh, no. it, it's, like, free and it's cursed sort of thing. <laughs> oh. uh, clowns on it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, okay. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to Australian Gothic. Also, I hate it when people call dinner tea. Uh, if you call dinner tea, <laughs> fuck you. Sorry, um, thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Let's leave it at that where I'm trying to like butt in and say, well, actually, I call I, it we're tea. We're stopping the recording now. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>